it's summertime, which means hot days and more relaxed schedules. Or does it? On this episode, Rebecca and I are talking all about battling mom burnout and how we combat feelings of being overwhelmed and exhausted going into the summer. We'll share some things that have helped us battle burnout and share some ways you can still have your kids and family involved in missions this summer without feeling overwhelmed. As always, we are so glad that you are here with us, friends. This is Beyond the Moment. Friends, I'm Rebecca Lindhout. And I'm Amanda Martinson, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Moment. And we're back with you. Is it um what month are we in? It's still June. Okay. We made it within the month. <laughs> we made it. Okay, we did. We're here. It's June. Uh, how how are we feeling? How's everyone feeling? <laughs> you know uh burnt out (laughs) (laughs) no I was uh, for those of you who don't know me uh, which is probably a lot of you uh last week I was at our uh, international children's camp which is a camp for refugee children that lasts a full week and um I told them the only way that I know to describe it today is it's like the weekend song I can't feel my face when I'm at camp, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> it's just, it's overwhelming and wonderful and exhausting and beautiful and all of the things, but man, I am not 20 anymore. I am not. <laughs> Listen, we, we, uh, yeah, at camp, it's like camp, VBS, all the things where you have to be so on all the time. It just it's it's the best and it drains you all at the same time like it's like so much fun and at the same time it's just so draining and you're so spent by the end of the week so I I give you props I had camp one week and VBS the next week I know I was about to say I give you props because you had that last week and then you've come right back in and it's VBS this week so props props to you props to you you are finishing the month strong (laughs) look I'm just telling Jesus right now, there better be an extra jewel in my crown after these two weeks. Does she have all of her sandy? No, but that's not the point. No, no. no. I, I am not, I am not, uh, what's it? It's not, not responsible. I'm not culpable. I'm not whatever of the things that I say at this point. We're, uh, we're not sure how this is going to go. This episode is today. My because first thoughts and opinions may not reflect that of WMU on this podcast. She's a, she's having a time, but, uh, but it's well warranted. She, she has, she has been, uh, she's been doing some things, so it's well warranted. Well, it's so fitting because, um, we, you and I sat down and talked, we were planning out summer months and sort of episodes and all the things. And one of the things that we thought was really important to talk about, which is what we're going to talk about today is looking at burnout in the summertime and especially mom burnout and just how are we planning for the months ahead? I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, I, I joke about what month it is, but seriously, what month is it? Because it, we come off of the mayhem, as I like to call it, <laughs> all of the things with May, um, you know, depending on where you're at, where you're listening from, you know, schools get out different times for us, both of our kids got out like middle of June. And so we were still in school in June and finishing up all the things and uh, you know, then you hop into summer vacations and plans and camps and VBS and all the things. And it's like, 
summer, I feel like for the most part, is supposed to be a time to sort of breathe and reset, but sometimes it just doesn't feel like that, you know? Um, so we really wanted to focus on that today and talk about that because, you know, we talk a lot about having those small moments being missional within our families and, and, you know, the relationships that we have in our lives. And so what does that look like when it comes to the summertime and our kids are driving us up the wall and, um, you know, and we're planning things and trying to do things. So, so really looking at how do we, um, not only prevent that burnout, but what do we do when, when we are burned out and, and what does that look like for us? You go home and you, uh, well, you go to work and you leave your teacher husband at home to handle all of the terribleness. <laughs> There's one option. That's one option one for you. <laughs> Anyone <Yeah>. listening? <laughs> There's that. I do think it's helpful because um, everybody's got, you know, different schedules in the summertime and stuff. But what I thought we would do is <laughs> before we get into this actual burnout piece, is talking about like, what is a typical summer generally I mean what does that look like for your family because I know it's different for both of us because both of us you know we're we work in an office every day and so we're the summer looks a little bit different in terms of like we're not necessarily home with our kids in the summertime on the day-to-day um most of the week I mean we are um somewhat but talk a little bit about what that looks like for you in terms of what is this what does summer look like for you and your family like I told you, maybe we need to come at this from good parent, bad parent perspective. <laughs> I'm definitely a bad parent perspective when it comes to summer. But I really, we really like last week was really our first full. Yeah. Yeah. Um, home uh, with our kids fully home. Um, but for, for me, um, it means three camps. And at, well, let me see. Refugee camp children's church camp vbs um and then two soccer camps mm-hmm. um it's, and and a, and a family vacation somewhere in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's it it looks like a lot of pool time to my husband takes full advantage of that um so and I, i'm going to teach you some some survival secrets from gavin as well um just so you'll so you going forward in, in, in just a moment, but I, I really, you know, I don't feel like life slows down. It, it mm-hmm. kind of does ramp up. It feels like for, for the kids. And I think that there are some things that we're afraid of as moms. Um, a, uh, we want to feel like we're not wasting our summer mm-hmm. that our children aren't, aren't doing that. And, and that they are still trying to learn something, you know, um, I, you can try, <laughs> but that is a, that is a, that's a real challenge. Um, we want to make sure that they're not on their devices 24 seven, right. Mm-hmm. Which they can be, but I will just give this caveat with, with that. I mean, there's a lot of good intentions towards that, but what I have found with my daughters is that they are talking to their friends when they are on their devices so phoebe is playing her cousin in roblox 
when she's on her device and Josie is is doing the same thing she's gaming with her friends or or whatever and it might not be truly educational time but it also is a is a good social outlet for them and that's a good thing um, for them to have healthy social outlets so um so don't feel bad if you tell your kid they need to go to their room with their iPad for you know an hour and 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 that is okay (laughs) um so that that is that is one of the things that we feel like it has to be educational but you know when you're on vacation there are lots of ways to make things educational when you're walking down the beach and you, you see a clam explaining to kids how they move and and act in the water that's an educational moment mm-hmm. just make sure they're reading some books okay if you make sure they're reading some books you're going to be okay yeah, mine are mine are really similar as uh, you know to, to yours and that um we do a lot of camps in the summer um sometimes if it if we're able to um uh, sometimes a mother-in-law will watch them during the day it's just it, every every summer has been a little bit different depending on schedules and all the things um but I'm with you I mean summer for us is I always look forward to it because I think it's going to be a time to reset and to breathe um but rarely is it uh actually a time <laughs> Mm-hmm. to breathe for us and I'm with you on the rating um that is my my little um caveat with them is is reading every day 20 to 30 minutes and then they have a little set list of chores you know that they'll do but um and I use that term loosely because you know um will they do them yeah <laughs> remains to be seen uh, sometimes you know they're pretty good about it but you know I get home and here's here is here's what I get hit with when I walk in the door even by my husband it is what had happened was yeah (laughs) that is it that is it I I want you to know that I came home that so um this was not last week it was the week before that yeah it was like the first like the first true week of summer I came home and out of the five days three of them, they had rearranged their room. Like I came home to a different room. Their bedroom was rearranged a different way every single day. And I was like, what, what are we doing? You know, what, what are we doing? What's the plan? And they're like, we just wanted to try it a different way. So every day it was like three times that week, it was a different, different way that I came home. And I thought, well, you know, <laughs> at least they're busy. You know, it's, it's so funny to me because, um, when I, I was thinking about this when I, when we were preparing for this episode, I was thinking too, like, what do I remember looking back on my summers as a kid growing up, you know, because I think, and you've already touched on this, but one thing I think that's important when, as we're going into this conversation about looking at, you know, parent burnout in the summer and stuff too, is that we, we really do have, I I don't know if we've created this culture, but there's culture around us. That's like, we have to maximize our kids summer, you know, that like, we have to make all of these memories and like this is where they're going to make their memories they're going to remember all of these things we've got to go do all of these activities and blah 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 blah. and you know I guess that's a good idea in theory but realistically that's just not the case a lot of times and I mean all of their memories don't need to boil down to the summertime you know um so Mm -hmm. it's I just think that's interesting when we're looking at how do we how do we prevent parent burnout and looking at mom burnout in the summer and how do we make that space that time to breathe I think is that we we take that pressure off of ourselves that we have to make it look a certain way that it has to be um so perfectly designed we're, we're doing activities all the time I mean it just because realistically every meal just has to be look a home like cook- that look y'all every meal does not have to be a home-cooked meal just because you're home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and 
every breakfast doesn't have to be bacon and eggs. You know, I can take, I can put a filter on a pop tart and it'll look great on Instagram. Uh You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't, don't put, put that pressure on yourself. And, you know, to be honest, if I'm thinking back, what was my very favorite memories of summer, what I could not wait for every summer. And I was that kid was vacation Bible school. Oh yeah. That was my absolute favorite time of year. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't have kids camp at my, at my church. We didn't, we didn't go away to camp. Um, I always wanted to go to to GA's camp, but nobody else, I didn't have anybody to go with. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was my, I always wanted vacation Bible school to last two weeks. I'll tell my leaders that. And I know they thought she has lost (laughs) her ever loving mind, but it was, that's what I remember. And I also, also remember, um, that my mom and, and and it's nice that I live in the country. Um, sorry for you, Amanda. <laughs> you know, my mom would just be like, "Go out and play. Go out in the woods." You know, she'd say, "Don't oh, eat yeah. anything. Go in the woods. Don't eat anything." Oh you know? yeah. Oh yeah. You know, just I go. Yeah. You do not have to entertain every moment. Mm-hmm. And um, the more you structure it for them, the less they uh, um develop that sense of exploration and curiosity for themselves. Yeah. Yes. I think this is so interesting to me when we are, when we're looking at this, because the whole reason this episode even came, came up truly is because you and I (laughs) weeks ago, were having a conversation about this very thing and about how even at the, at the end of May, even middle of May, how we were already, we were already burned out and spent thinking about the summer ahead and what we were going to do and how, you know, what activities kids were doing and all the things and how we were scheduling all the, you know, all the things and where everybody was going and what they were doing. And that got us talking about, about this. And, you know, as we talk about this on the podcast, a lot about being missional in those moments and like, what does that look like in the summertime? Um, And I think parental burnout, mom burnout, it it is a real thing. And I think a lot of times we will, we'll kind of chalk it up to like, well, you know, we're, we're, we're overstimulated or, you know, we're overworked. All of those things are true, but parent burnout is a real thing that can happen to parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's in the clinical psychological science journal. It defines parent burnout. I mean, there's an actual definition for parental burnout, um, which I think is, is, is interesting to me um, because, um, and it, it, if you're a definition nerd, like I am, I mean, it's, it's an overwhelming exhaustion that's related to your parental role. Um, it can cause an emotional distancing from your children and a sense of parental ineffectiveness. And I think that's what we we see a lot. And they surveyed um, uh, a number of moms. I think it was like 11,000 uh, women that were featured in this survey um, by the state of motherhood. And it talked about, you know, moms feeling burned out. And I think it was it's 93 percent of them, I think, that reported that they felt burned out. And that was more than the previous year. And what the journal had stated was that each year they have noticed increase in, in parental burnout, that, that moms were feeling worse, if not, um, you know, burned out all the time. And I think it's a real thing for us to, to discuss because we live in, like you said already, we, it's like we live in a, in an Instagram filter world where we, um, we see what, we see what other people are doing 
all the time, whether or not we want to see it or not. And so it can create in us this, this almost this fear or this hesitancy of like, am I doing enough for my kids? Like, wow, this person's doing this for her kids and they're going here, they're going there, uh, you know, and I can't do that for my kids. And so that's what you and I really were, were talking about one day and looking at, which is why we landed on, you know, why we thought this was important for us to talk about today. Um, so let's do this. We've already I know we've already shared some things, but let's let's talk about some tips for sort of battling that parental burnout. And first, I think is acknowledging it that it's a real thing and that there's no shame in you having it. Like, you know, I mean, by I think we were on day two of official summer break. It was before 8 a.m. I remember because I think it was like 737 to be exact. And I had already yelled at my children for fighting. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're not even in this. We're not even in this, but a couple of days and you're already getting on my nerves and you're already yelling at each other. That parental, I mean, parental, it's, it's a real thing. I mean, and I remember sitting there and I felt so bad because I was like, oh my gosh, here, I've yelled at them. It's not even eight in the morning. They're already fussing. But I think it's acknowledging that this, this is a real thing that happens. It doesn't mean you're a bad mother. It doesn't mean you're a bad parent for feeling overwhelmed and burned out and, and burdened for what's happening around you and what's happening internally inside of you. And keep in mind, part of the reason of, of what you're feeling is also what they're feeling, which is they are also tired, mm-hmm. burned out and overscheduled and overstimulated and um, sometimes overstructured with at school, you know, they just, they need a break from that. And when you just replace school with more activity, yeah. it's a recipe for disaster for both of you. Um, they need that downtime. My girls have been so hard to get up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I just asked myself, why, why am I doing that? Why, you know, unless they've got to go to camp. Let them rest. So that's my first piece of advice. Let them rest. Yes. Yes. I, I, I second that. You know, they're, they're coming off such uh, a busy time. I mean, as much as it's busy for us, like you said, it's busy for them. Um, rest is, is crucial. And I think that's so important. I, I would encourage you, like, learn what rest and reset looks like for your family during this time. Like, like what does rest look like for you and your family? Is it sleeping in? Is it um, like for us? I don't know how you are about this. Like we take, um, we take the summer off from activities. So like, you know, my girls are in dance, they're in other activities. We take a break from that for the summer. Um, Not because they don't love it or still want to do it, but it just gives everybody a good reset time and, um, and not having to be you know, so focus on a certain schedule with things. So for us, like we take a rest from activities. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're not active doing other things, but in terms of what they usually typically do during the school year and, you know, looking at how do you, how are you going to build in that time to rest? I mean, if we're not careful and we know this summer can be just as fast and as chaotic as the school year. You know, So it's, you know, how do we have that intentional time, like for, for you and for your family to, you know, rest and reset? What does that look like? And like you said, it could mean sleeping in for them. It could, uh, it could, you know, mean taking a break from certain things or whatever, but I think encouraging you and them like what does rest look like for you during the summer and establishing reasonable expectations for yourself and for them mm-hmm. so um, one of the things that I like to do I did with uh, Phoebe on spring break because um, she is definitely she wants the she wants the Disney moment 
And and so I said, Phoebe, I want you to write down five things on your on your wish list for for break, mm-hmm. and we'll try to do at least three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, some of them were just really easy things. She wanted to go get ice cream, or she wanted to, you know to uh, she wanted to go to the beach, and I was like, well, beach is not happening. But, you know, we can do something different, you know, but it mm-hmm. was it maybe creating a wish list for the summer for them mm-hmm. um, and helping them work through what's reasonable and what's unreasonable um, mm-hmm. would be a, a good way of giving them something to look forward to. So they're not always asking mm-hmm. and, um, you know, being able to say, hey, that's not on the list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, it, it goes back to giving that time, giving that space for them to be bored. It's okay for the kids to be bored. I think we've sort of done ourselves a disservice as parents to create this like generation of like, we have to entertain you all the time. You know, <laughs> we didn't grow up with that. I mean, you know, and so, and it's good, it's good for them to have that, that time to imagine and to create and to dream and to, you know, I mean, all of those things are really, really good um, for, for their brain development and just for their overall development, you know, as, as people, but it's leaving that space. I love that idea of doing um, a list. I kind of had something like that too. It, it just in terms of setting realistic expectations, like, you know, and if, everyone's schedule and what they can do in the summer is different but you know it's not realistic for most to think that every day you're going to go out and do some sort of an activity or that you have to have all these activities lined up um you know or even like I think about I had to tell myself you know a couple weeks ago it is not realistic to think that you're going to have a clean house every day you Mm -hmm. know because everyone's you know they're home they're they're going to be doing more in the house I mean some days some days, you know, their room looks great. Other days, it looks like it's a disaster. So, um, you know, like you said, I mean, some days are great for home-cooked meals. Some days, frozen pizza and chicken nuggets work. And that's just what it is. You know, finding what your rhythm is. Um, and like you said, setting those realistic expectations of what's really going to happen during the summer. I remember last year, we when uh, the girls got out of school, I had asked each one of them, like, you know, what's, what's, like, what's on your bucket list for the summer? you know, and they're saying, oh, it'd be great to do this, this, and this. And then the last thing that Brooke was like, I'd like to get a ferret. (laughs) (laughs) That's what, that's what we're going with. Mm -hmm. We're going with a ferret. And she was like, well, either that, or I'd like to go visit Los Angeles. (laughs) It's like, like equally bad, equally bad. And sadly, I had to crush both of those dreams that neither one of those things are going to be happening. (laughs) What did she think was happening in in LA? I, I have I have no idea. I don't know. If it, I, I, where did the ferret come from? I, I, I she's been listening to too much Molly Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I, I don't know. But it um she did and and I remember um the pool was the other thing and and I was like, well, we we can make that happen. The ferret and the Los Angeles trip, not so much. Pool I can make happen. So. <laughs> a little uh gavin recommendation about the pool um if you have access to a pool um if your pool has a lifeguard here's the gavin way of parental supervision at the pool Uh-oh. <laughs> there is a lifeguard i will sleep <laughs> i can't do gavin. that gavin. I w- yeah i can't i, I need to i need to to adopt more of that philosophy I just yeah I unless you have a toddler of course you know oh yeah 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 little ones sure but if you have you know like 
older kids who can swim, that is what the lifeguard is for. You know, let the, if, if they have a problem with the running, then let them yell at them. Stop running. <laughs> I will deal with the skin knee later and they'll learn a lesson, but let the lifeguard handle it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the lifeguard's not going to ha- handle fighting, you know, and arguing. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get involved with that. Maybe if I wake up, but, <laughs> but let that be your rest time too. You know, mm-hmm. don't like, sometimes I just have to tell my girls, go play, just go play. Don't bring everything, yeah. work it out. Yeah, work, work it out. It out. Yep. Go play. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Same for and, us too. And, and like I said, also that's my, I guess my third piece of advice. VBS was my favorite thing of the summer favorite thing um take your kids to more than one because oh, yeah. guess what you're going to be involved in helping with one take them to one you're not involved with and and give yourself you know a solid mm-hmm. two hours to do some laundry mm-hmm. give your your kids a solid two hours of, of god yeah no shame in taking them to as many as you as you need to take them to <laughs> and have friends over because guess what? When they have a friend over, they're not asking you to do all the things mm-hmm. and you can get some things done. I always was reluctant to bring friends over because I always felt like my house was a wreck. But now we've got uh, my my cousin who lives next door and she she's just used to my house being a wreck. So, you know, anytime she says, can Allie come over just about any time? I say yes, because that is that is awesome bonding friendship time. So that, that is, that is another thing. Um, It was interesting when I went to a um, mothers of preschoolers convention, a mops mom con one year and uh, the mops uh, president or executive director, I guess you would say um, she was saying that when moms are coming to her house, she says, most of the time I do have laundry out on the couch she said I'm doing that I do all the things she says but if I don't and I've got somebody coming over sometimes I'll just go get my laundry and put it on the couch (laughs) so that they'll feel like Mm -hmm. my house isn't perfect and your house doesn't have to be perfect Mm -hmm. so yeah do give your like you said give yourself that break and know that everybody has socks to match Mm -hmm. everybody has laundry to hang up and sometimes some days the dishes don't get done and Mm -hmm. that's just life Yes. Yeah, I agree. I, um, I was just uh, thinking back to like, I think that I, we've covered, uh, I know we've kind of run the gamut here of, of different things, but setting expectations that are realistic and building in the importance of resting and, um, you know, looking at what works for your family in terms of schedules and, and being intentional about that rest time. And then, I, you know, I think one thing that's helpful for me um, and trying to balance things sometimes is making decisions, like default decisions about things. So, um, you know, this is, I mean, I do this a lot during, during the year. Um, so like, prime example, um, this isn't summer related, but it's same kind of tip. You know, every Monday was, was dance night and we would be at dance for a long time for, for both of my girls. And so um, Monday was always spaghetti night because it was quick. It was easy. I could get it done in the amount of time I needed to get them dressed and get them ready for dance and get out the door. 
Um, so it was, I mean, it was kind of a running joke uh, in the, in the house, like in our house about like, well, Monday's a spaghetti night type of thing, but that was, I never had to think about it. It was always, that's just what we had because I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to scramble every time going, you know, well, what am I going to make? And like, you know, I've only got this certain amount of time. It was, this was what we did every Monday because it, I knew I, the time frame I was working with. You can apply the same thing this summer. If you're not wanting, you know, to overplan activities and things like that and yet make it simple for you so you're not being so burned out with decision making because when you're with kids every day it's mom 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 can you open this fruit snack can you open this can you open, can you do this can, it, it's so much so having your brain think of less decisions I think is always helpful so like you know what was that website that you told me about last summer um, and I listened to it. it was a podcast about was it mom made easy something like that it was, um, I, it's, it's a lazy genius yeah as Kendra Kendra Adachi um and uh, yeah she's she's got a great podcast and this this is one of the things that I picked up from her was um was deciding on things one time and so like you know think about like so you know you don't have to go to the pool every day um or decide you know Tuesdays and Thursdays are going to be the days that we go to the pool, you know, um, or every Monday, this is what we're going to do as a family, or we're going to set these, you know, expectations for the week at this time on Sunday, you know, having that space in your brain that you're like, this is already the decision that's made. And this is what we're going to go with, you know? Yes. That's what Martha Stewart does. I am not even kidding. Look at me and Martha. I have her, uh, I have her housekeeping book because I was like uh-huh. I'm just so miserable at this let me get someone's expert advice uh-huh. and she has the things that you do once a week and you put it on a day the things you do once a month and the things you do once a year yeah she has it on a schedule you know and it, yeah. she just checks those boxes and when you do uh-huh. it a little bit at a time you know just like your mama said uh-huh. you know it's a, it's a couple of things a day is manageable trying yeah. to do it all in in one day is not yeah. manageable right and, and so that's hey if it's good enough for martha yeah good enough for me that's right like, put that on a t-shirt cookie. c is for cookie it's good enough for me it um, is it is true though because it and it, that's why it's been it's, it's, I don't know, there's like an element to it that's very freeing of like, I don't have to think about this. So, you know, like, for example, if you're someone who's like, you know, you're not going to be doing activities every day, you know, say Wednesdays are the day that we go out and we do something fun together. Like, you know, Wednesdays are the day we go to the, you know, the zoo or the library or the aquarium, like, you know, whatever it is, like to the park, you know, you're not doing that stuff every day, but you can make a decision to say, Hey, this, this is the time frame in which we'll be doing these things. And it's, it's less pressure on you to constantly be thinking of those things. And adding, you know, a missions challenge for your family once a week. Mm-hmm. This is the day that we do our missions challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, this is the day that we, that we make cards for, for the, the nursing home, or this is the day that we collect some school items that are going to go in our, in our, backpack buddies things you know um there there is something that you can do um for missions once a week Uh um and we will i will um i've got a list and i will we will post that in our show notes um but it's just really really simple ways um to to acknowledge uh, that this summer Mm -hmm. is a gift from god as well you mm-hmm. know, and it's like, like I said, you don't have to make everything Instagram worthy. Yes. Um, you know, for my kids this week, we're going to go shopping for uh, summer shoes for refugee children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's going to take us 
an hour of time. Mm-hmm. And that is it. And you, maybe we feel like maybe we also put unfair expectations of ourselves that we have to, you know, do X, Y, and Z with a mission project. But go mm-hmm. get the shoes, write a note to go with the shoes, talk to the children about what what is a refugee, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of them don't know. And and then so that they understand the why and then and then go do the thing you know mm-hmm. the same the same is true with your your neighbors maybe your your thing is your week of vbs you're going to take an hour of time one of the days before vbs mm-hmm. one, the week before vbs and invite your neighbors to vbs mm-hmm. yeah. um simple simple things um that you can put a check in a box and know that your child is still getting that godly goodness in their life amidst all the other things that are happening yeah and we have a couple of podcast episodes that we did last summer that are that are helpful um I think it's I'm gonna I'm looking it up right now so I can tell you it's uh episode 11 and 12 that we did last summer that were um, missions ideas for your family that were things like Becca was saying that that are that are easy to do with kids um and then we did an episode on easy ways to help missionaries um um, in the summertime that, you know, that don't, that don't take a lot of money or a lot of time that are things that are really easy to do with your kids. So you can go back and listen to those, um, as well. And Christmas in August is coming up. That's an easy peasy way mm-hmm. to help the, the missionaries have the things that they need listed. Sometimes it's just a gift card. You can, you and your kids can do that online together mm-hmm. and talk about why it's not hard. It's a simple, maybe that's a 15 minute thing, but talk about what the missionary is doing yeah. um, and we'll put that on our website too um the christmas and august list mm-hmm. um so you can go to that and just um and and just find a way to help kids love to help they love mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. and um summer is a great way to help um yeah. but again you don't have to put all that pressure on yourself mm-hmm. um just because it's easy doesn't mean it's not valuable that's right yeah and not putting pressure on yourself. We, you know, we talked about this before, you know, I think, uh, a key element of, of burnout and looking, especially at mom burnout is that we, it it is that pressure that we put on ourselves that it has to look a certain way. And I know, I mean, I'm guilty of doing this myself. I was doing this even a couple weeks ago where I was like, okay, I want to do this with them this summer. I want to do this. And, you know, the way I look at it, it, that is a different layer of this is that, you know, um, with me working during the day, you know, I don't necessarily get that time with them during the day. And so there's that guilt that I feel of like, well, I can't be the mom that is with them during the day doing all these fun things. And so what I do is I put that guilt and pressure on myself to go well, on the weekends. I really got to live it up with them, you know? And that's what I was doing was like, you know, Oh, I'm going to do this with them. And I'm going to do this with them. And I had to take a step back and like, take the pressure off that I'm supposed to somehow cram all of this, like of these wonderful experiences into the summertime. And, you know, like I said, in the beginning, when I think back to what I remember from when I was a kid, it was days at the pool, a trip to the beach. If we had the money that summer, you know, going to, going to day camps, both of my parents worked too. And so, you know, those are things that I remember BBS, like you said, and it, I don't ever remember feeling like that, you know, my mom had to make all these memories with me. It was something that was natural. Did I ever tell you about beach lip gloss? What? Did I ever tell you the story of beach lip lip gloss? I don't think so. Oh my gosh. This was my mom's greatest trick. Okay. So every summer, if we wanted money to spend at the beach, we had to pick up pine cones in our yard. Now keep in mind that I live in the middle of a pine forest. 
like it is we had to pick up sticks and pine cones mm -hmm. in a garden cart not in a wheelbarrow in a garden cart so you had to like really and we got a quarter a wheelbarrow and <laughs> mm, yes that was really working off in them pine cones. it was it was our privilege to pick up these things <laughs> and every year what i would buy with my my wheelbarrow my garden cart money was lip gloss at the beach because they had banana lip gloss at the beach and i thought that was the only place that they had it was that this one yes, shop up. Mm -hmm. and i would literally when i would get done count i would count my quarters and i would say this was how many carts i had to do like i knew how oh my gosh to buy a lip gloss like it was it was it was like in those tins you remember those yeah tins? oh yeah Oh gosh, and it smelled so good. And another thing that we had to do, look, y'all need we all need the Betsy school of uh <laughs> hard kid labor. <laughs> we were we were building our house for like 900 years. Um, and my dad had gotten these bricks from um some historical well, it couldn't have been too historical because it was being torn down hotel in Chapel Hill. Uh -huh. It's like a memory for him. So he was like, we're going to build our chimney out of these bricks. You know? Oh, yeah. And they, they were beautiful, had a beautiful patina, all of that. But those bricks had been in the woods since that hotel closed before we were born. Oh, my gosh. Backed up on a pallet that was covered in centipedes. Like, you know, oh, you know, gosh. those little Frenchy yes. things. Yes. And we would have to, to earn our pool time, we would have to carry so many loads of bricks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I bring them to the house for the workers. <laughs> so now, I, and I remember one time writing a poem in, in, um, in college for my mom and it was talking about our childhood, ch childhood memories. And I yeah. said, uh, bringing bricks and building character you know that's that what, so funny you know like it's okay it is okay mm -hmm. to say if you want to go to the pool you uh -huh. have x y and z done mm -hmm. all those things oh, yeah. hold it over their heads hard mama oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah listen i mean i yeah uh there there is there's nothing wrong with a little 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 labor for them to mm -hmm. <laughs> earn some things but that's right. And it makes your oh, life a lot easier too, because they want to go to that pool or they mm -hmm. want to go shopping or they want to go to a friend's house. Always they want to do those things. And mm -hmm. always there's things in your house that needs to get, that need to get to done. So like have a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, the thing is about summer, it's, it's gonna, it's over by the time we get going, it's over. It's, it's really goes by in the blink of an eye, you know? And so I think we're battling burnout and it, it's, you're going to figure out what works for your family, but knowing that you're, first of all, that you're not alone in it. I mean, we, we all feel it on some level. Um, and that every, you know, every family is different. Not everyone has the same opportunities in, in the summertime. Just don't feel like you have to do all the things. Mm -hmm. And that's all the things for entertainment, all the things for laundry, all the things for keeping the house in order. Like, Sometimes just take a beat and take a take a note from the husbands. Like Gavin has been spending so much of his time 
cutting limbs and cutting down these small like little maple trees that we've got on our property line and the other day I was just like why is he cutting down another daggone tree why are we continuing to cut and I, then I realized he likes to cut the trees mm-hmm. I mean it is the excuse for for saying I was productive but really a man just likes to use a chainsaw <laughs> so you know just take a note sometimes do the things you want to do yeah <laughs> yes and that's that's what I love about summer is because it is a little bit more of a relaxed schedule you know it's there's typically not as m- many activities as would be during the school year and and just just in terms of being on a more rigorous schedule and so lean into that you know and take the pressure off of having it look a certain way and be a certain way and that you have certain boxes that you have to check off it you know and all the things just take time to be present and I think that's really what our kids want the most from us it's what makes the biggest impact and um and really I think when when we look back you know, on this time as they're older, I think those are the, those are the things that they really will remember. I think doing fun things and activities with them is great and it's wonderful and absolutely those create memories, but so does making a fort in your living room and, you know, and movie nights at home and, and all of those things. Those are just as impactful and just as memorable. Um, well, I do have to say that Gav, that Phoebe took advantage of the sticks because um, that dad was cutting um, and she built herself a tent and they put a uh, put a just a tarp over it and she has and put a air mattress under it she spent hours in that tent mm-hmm. already oh yeah so i love to build there? a fort love a tent yeah what are you doing in there but she she yeah. loved it yes yeah it's and, and that, that's it it's the little moments like that you know yeah. and we never know what's going to stick with them and what's going to to decorate it you know and and when i brought a a you know five dollar lantern from target one time for her to put in it that was just the most amazing thing Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. also those down moments like Anne Lamont in in one of her um, books talked about the way her son smelled how how little boys smell and she said I love the smell of a little boy right behind his ears she said it always smells like new potatoes (laughs) like that mix of dirt Uh And I was like, take them, take that time to to smell your kids, to mm-hmm. to remember who they are at this moment, at this age, mm-hmm. and just slow down and take in every smell, and 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 just just know them, just get to know them better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be all the things. Sometimes it can be a question, yeah. um, or or a list of questions. Do that. That what's your favorite? Your favorite show? Your favorite? Mm-hmm. ice cream your favorite and and record them saying what are their favorite things and next year do the same thing oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know it's such an easy thing and it'll be such a memory for them in years mm-hmm. to come and it li- literally took five minutes of your time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um yeah there you go watching for those little moments that i mean that make such such an impact down the road because they do they change so much and to be honest we change we change mm-hmm. along with them, you know, and um, and to be able to see how much they grow and change, but also to look back at ourselves as mothers through the years and over the summers and, and to see to see the growth in that is, is really special too. be in the picture, mom. Don't be always taking the picture yes. be in the picture. I know yeah. that I read an article one day that said, you know, this mom was saying, I, I, 
there was a while there that I couldn't tell you what I looked at like at this phase in my kid's life. And she said, and now I'm in all the pictures mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what I look like, mm -hmm. um, you know, because 50 years from now, my kids aren't going to care if I, I was 30 pounds overweight. Yep. It's going to be that I was there smiling with them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Get in the picture, get in the pool, go to the beach. Like don't, don't be in the background for those moments. Be, be present with them. Yeah. Well, friends, I hope this has been helpful for you. I feel a little less burned out now. You? No, I can tell. No. <laughs> Becca really needs to take a vacation to help with her burnout. <laughs> That's really what she needs to do. Becca needs a nap. <laughs> she needs a good long nap. She does. Uh, but we do. We hope this has been encouraging. You know, we always like love love to have a little laugh about things, but we also want it to be encouraging to you and and for you to know that you're not alone in dealing with this. A lot of us feel this way as we go into the summer, but um, we uh, hope that this is always a helpful conversation for you. And I guess we'll see you on the next episode when we come back. Um, we won't be uh, hopefully gone too much longer. We'll be back with another episode here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to take our own advice and we're going to be relaxed and refreshed when we return. That's right. The next episode, we're going to come on and be so relaxed. And we're going to be like, we're so smart. <laughs> wow. We just got this mom thing figured out. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we will see you on the next episode, friends. All right. Bye, friends.